Oh, they counting on me. I got a stack of bread and you can count it for me. Somebody tweeted me an old freestyle that I did. And he remade it. With music? Yeah, with like the actual beat. I bet if I went back and looked at my freestyles, I'd be like, maybe I wasn't that good. Dude, do you remember when we did the eat the banana reaction? And we didn't freestyle at all. It was eat the banana, squeeze the hammer. It was that for like four minutes. And then it was. I mean, it was still like. Is that better than freestyling, though? It probably is. Yeah. That that makes me realize that a lot of people that go into the studio, like, like if you listen to a Travis Scott song, like I was uh, I was listening to it earlier in the car, and like, there's no way he writes. He just goes I don't into think the. He does write. Yeah, yeah. It's lit. Yeah. And then, like, like he probably sits there and has what is it called when you. Punch Just in. Punch in, yeah. He probably punches in and then thinks of the next lyric. That's and That's like what every rapper yeah, does. apparently now. that's what every rapper does. Yeah. Like Lil Baby doesn't write at all, which is, I don't, I just don't understand how they can memorize it. Like it was crazy. Everyone knows like Jay-Z doesn't write anything, but like Jay-Z will sit, I don't know if Lil Baby and them are, are the same way, but like Jay-Z would, um, his old engineer used to say this that he would like sit there listen to the beat hum and shit for a few minutes but then he would go in and he would spit like a full 16 and not mess up see that's different like that's crazy yeah that's different than what like punching in at like what these rappers do nowadays which is they'll say like one line and it's like playback like have you seen have i linked you or have you seen tory lanes like make a song no he um i think he streams on twitch but they're on YouTube. But how he makes his song is like he he like listens to the beat a little bit and then he'll like start and it's like he'll just say one sentence and then it's like stop and then it's like all right, buddy. I don't even know what he said. Like all right, like his engineer just knows like run it back and it's just he'll say a sentence, run it back. Wait, even Tory Lanez does it like when he's everyone. when he's like rapping. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. To Every me. single bar is run it back and then he just like tries to find a new line. Cause I dream. I, I forgot about the song "Dream" from uh, Tory Lanez. And living it up, putting it down, sipping the cup, twisting uh, it. Yeah, no. If you it's it in, like all that, he's all punch again. Like yeah. he didn't sit down and write that. That's no. crazy. The amount, me. the amount of work the engineer probably has to do. The amount of like going back one sentence. Like he'll be doing it for like an hour or like forty five minutes. And it's just one sentence at a time. It's literally just one sentence at a time. And it sounds like while you're listening to it, it like, comes together. Going? But then at the end, like they play it and it's like, it's like, holy shit. Some of Tory Lanez, when Tory Lanez like raps, it's, it's like a unreal. Yeah. It's my favorite Tory Lanez. I don't, who the fuck listens to Tory Lanez like not singing? rapping? I mean, he could sing. He, he can, can sing. definitely sing. But I like, want to put you in seven position for 70 minutes. I'm in it, man. <laughs> I wonder if all that's punched in, too. I wonder, yeah, if right? somebody, I wonder if somebody writes his 
like for singing rappers, like I always wonder what 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 about their like singing portions are written by by someone else. Oh, we have we haven't talked about the Drake what album. Remains, I don't know. Also, did you listen? No, we talked. Well, we talked about it a little at the oh, end. Oh yeah, of yeah, last we, one, did, we did, we did. And I liked it. And you said you hadn't listened to it. I've listened to it a lot now. Yeah. I, that's a all lot. I've listened to since it's since it's come out. That's all I've listened to. Yeah. You didn't listen to the album the album of the week last week? No, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Literally right when I left here I listened to it. It w- it literally reminded me of grow like growing up around like my dad's family. Really? Cuz they were all like rock and roll like out by like the campfire <laughs> and beers and shit everywhere. And how that type of music would just be playing. I don't know that what's like the genre for that music. Well, that's a new band, but they sound a lot like Led Zeppelin. That's and I you- didn't know it was a girl. It's not a girl. The girl's the main singer, right? No. That's not a girl. No, that's not a girl. Wait. <laughs> no, there's no you way. You guys don't know what we're talking about. Uh, we're having a, a, a weekly album part, album listening party. Yeah, I got my album for this week, too. Do you? Yeah. And uh, shit. We're, last week I, I did Battle at, at Garden's Gate by Greta Van Fleet. It's like, yeah, that's a fucking girl. It's not a girl. Greta? <laughs> Greta Van Fleet is the band. Okay, who's the singer? I don't know their names. They're like brothers. That's a girl. They're Look. brothers. That's <laughs> not a girl. Wait, that's not a girl. <laughs> yeah, but I saw you had a Led Zeppelin shirt on today. Yeah, I'd fuck with them heavy. You fuck with Led Zeppelin? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love their first album for sure. What's your favorite Led Zeppelin song? Stairway to Heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look yeah, so no, proud. I, you went Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> I, I swear I didn't buy these sweatpants and shirt at Target because they matched blue. Yeah. Yeah, no, like... I got. I actually got this at a Led Zeppelin show. At that show? Yeah, this the was. one in 1971. <laughs> yeah, I got this in there. Well, this they did a Run It Back tour. They called it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this it was like a reincarnation of like their old tour from right, 71, and then they did it 2016. I think it was. Yeah, it was like right sense. before I moved into the scuff house. Okay, uh, you were just in there. Yeah, I went with a few old rock buddies. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, some of the guys from my old band. Uh, I was the drummer. But yeah, it's a pretty old shirt. I feel like so. you practiced that. I feel like... <laughs> I can't believe... Dude, There's I, when I was listening to Greta Van Fleet, I was like, oh, this is a female... It sounds like a female, right? The female I mean, it singer. sounds like... It, to me, they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. What was the what was the album? The Battle of the Battle Gardens, Gardens Gate. Or, yeah, Battle yeah. of Gardens Gate. Dude, what? Dude, there's some really good songs in there. I don't want to play it on here, but it's like I have to refresh myself or refresh my mind to be like, no, that was like I wasn't tripping. Okay, now that I listen to it, it's like, no, that's not a hero. I they he sounds just like Robert Plant to me. Maybe there was. Yeah, no, I. I love that fucking song. I I thought it was a girl for some reason. Yeah, I did. I mean, it kinda, to it's, it's, it's a, it a high pitched singing, high pitched dude. It was very, it was very nostalgic for me. 
Yeah, know? I have mine this week, and it's nothing like yours. Okay, and I don't well, know we'll how I randomly we'll thought wait of till it. The end. Yeah, we'll wait, wait till the, the end. end. But, but yeah. my shit's gonna start a revolution. Oh shit! It's it's that fucking. He almost kind of raps like some shit Hex would listen to. Yeah. So it's like I know most of the people that listen to it are gonna be like, Ugh. especially this day and age. But there was a point. Dude, you know what Hector told me? Hector admitted it. He admitted it. My face. I don't know if he's gonna be mad that I said this, but I was like, I was like, I can't believe you like 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 ASAP Rock, like ASAP Rock. Sorry, because I like I I know I know he's very talented, but like is he? Can't listen I mean, to how it. talented how talented is he though? I mean, everything he says rhymes, and he uses sort extreme of. like vocab. So, I mean, like, yeah, he's he's talented. So it's talent, but it's like. You can't bump it on the way to anything. Work. <laughs> anything. The only time you can bump Aesop Rock is when you're going to an Aesop Rock show. Yeah, you might be right. And he was like, and, and so I, I told him, or I said something to him, and he was like, bro, you want to know the craziest thing? It's like, I, I liked Aesop Rock, but as soon as I heard that my friends didn't like him, it made me like him more. And that's why I love him. Because none what? of my friends like him. <laughs> so Hex is the only one, even in his like, even in his high like, school, his like villains crew, yeah. like that's what like that's why. And I was like, I love the pettiness. I was like, so you went from like kind of liking him to having his albums on your walls because just to like piss your friends off. And he was like, and I guess he actually does. I thought you were gonna say he doesn't really like him. No, he likes, but. Him. No, he's I like, guess he has he, his shit memorized. I'm wondering. See, I was wondering. Yeah, the how do you even memorize that? There's like no like rhythm to it. Yeah, so there's you, no, he doesn't ride the beat. Yeah. he's he's doing slam poetry over a beat. Yeah, D- bah, yeah. optic major taught to major right right. But I was major. I was I was wondering if he even if Hex even listened to him unless he was doing an Instagram story or riding with us. Like, if he knew one of us was going to be in his car, I feel like he purposely would put some shit like that He'd on. Cue up the Aesop. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're, I've always said the craziest part about Hex, like, the most psychotic part is that he doesn't listen to m- new music. Like, no new None. music comes out, and he, like, listens to it. He doesn't listen to new albums. He doesn't. He doesn't listen. He doesn't have an artist that's still, like, making music that he enjoys. I don't even know the latest... Ar- artists i've ever or not artists but like i guess artists and the music they've put out what the latest one what the latest person would be like see i think i think he would like not even like early 2000s yeah i think he would like this new the new group um that they went viral for the i think i think he would like them they're called coast coast east uh, coast contra east coast contra or something Coast Contra, something like that. I think he would fuck with them because it's. I mean, it's basically like very '90s Wu Tang inspired. Yeah. Dude, do you follow uh, Anthony Fantano? Anthony San Anthony, what's Anthony Fantano? Right. I don't know who that is. Bald guy who does album reviews. Uh. Uh-uh. Fuck. You should you should follow him. He's pretty fucking funny. And I used to be the biggest. Wait, does hater. he wear glasses? Yeah. No. Nah. I've seen him on TikTok. He's yeah. a Drake hater. Yeah, right? he, is a, he is a Drake hater. Dude, I can't. If you're a Drake hater, it's like, okay, you don't really get it then. So it's like every. 
every everything you say like is nothing, now yeah everything you say now is like sort of invalid to me because i just yeah. know you true you don't actually get it it's it's funny though because i also don't i also think drake stands are annoying like how academics yeah they are i'm talking about like like stan stands like stanley stanley i mean we are very big fans let's not but like drake could put out him going and academics would be like that's the best thing i ever heard that academics is a drake stan yes oh, shit. I don't know. he's a drake stan so to him too he's much. a drake stan so much where drake had to be like yo really <laughs> <laughs> i think i could be messing that all up but but uh that's how anthony i used to I used to hate on Anthony's fans. I do. Stamos. I don't I even know who. I, I yeah. When when I, when you said the name, I didn't know. But then when you said he's a ball guy who does album reviews, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy on TikTok. Yeah. But he's only he only caught my attention because it was like <laughs> listing albums, and he was saying like overrated or like good yeah. or something like that, and it was like some Drake album or Drake's. Maybe it was just Drake himself. He was like overrated. Or maybe he was reviewing. He also reviews other reviewers. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think they he were reacts, saying he reacts to other. He reviewers. says L or W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. pissed me off <laughs> because I think they were hyping up some other reviewers were hyping up Drake or saying like Drake this album. Uh, it was like it was good or something. And he was like L take. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I don't know. Oh, I don't shit, like you're him. You're a nerd. I don't like him for some reason. He, you could, you could just tell he listens to Kendrick all day, every day. Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick's. Did you ever listen to Kendrick's last album? I mean, his last few. It's like, I feel like I semi stopped listening. Not stop listening to what's the, the like Blacker the Berry, or was that the name of a song? There was one album. I it was damn. Damn was the last album I listened to, like, and was like, this I shit's I think that was his last fuck. album, right? Before no, he's this come one? out with a few, I think. I thought it was, I thought it was Damn and then the he one came that just out came out. With, I know he came out with, like, an untitled album. With, oh, like, a yeah, bunch yeah, of untitled yeah, yeah. songs. Untitled. Wait, no, that was way before. I was in the, I was I working Pumash. at Walgreens. I was working at Walgreens when that came out. The untitled shit? Yeah, because that was, like. Oh, it was Black Panther, the album. Oh, I forgot he. So, did, I and forgot I like listened to that. And I was like, "All right, Panther it's stuff. like pretty good music, but I'll probably never listen to it again." Yeah, some of those songs bang though. And then, damn, I fucked with bro. Heavy I will in never. The scuff house. I will literally never forget the first time hearing DNA. Like, I can't really listen to it now because it's been so fucking I'm overplayed. I'm trying to think. I heard it in my bro. I used to. I, blast listen, I was that. listening to it in the shower. I had a JBL speaker on in the shower, and I just kind of was like running through the songs. And then at the very end of Damn, when it like starts going, I got, I got, or no, that's DNA. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, at the very end of DNA. But what? How does the end go? When like the the 808s just go crazy, yeah. dude? I will. I was in the shower doing this. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I had. I'll those... literally never forget when that song came out. Yeah, the... I don't think how this dropped. That part, this part. I was in the show.
Dude, I remember <laughs> listening to that on my big ass speakers when I was like making music and shit. And I had those loud ass speakers oh, in my room. Oh, the big yellow ones? Dude, that shit was insane. You motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I fucked with this album heavy. What's a song that when it comes on, it, you get All of turned. these songs are good. No, Damn it, Damn it. Damn is a fucking- Damn is a, Damn's like classic. a classic. It's a classic. It's fucking it's amazing. It's so fucking good. Um, <clears throat> then the Black Panther album didn't release, and Mr. Moral and the Big- And Big- And Big Stepper. And the Big Steppers. That's- I listened, I'd listened through it, and then I just don't think- It's very like an introspective album. It's not, it's not like a- There's not like banger- uh, There's the first- uh, The first track goes crazy. It's, it's a banger, the I think. The Heart Part 5. The heart part five is crazy. Is it? Have you listened? Have Just you seen lyrically. the? Have you seen the music video for it? Uh -huh. He does like um like deep fakes. He makes it turns himself into like Will Smith. Oh, I did see that. You did see that? Yeah, that he just rapped. wasn't the heart he used, used, used to be raps. like a Drake diss. Or am I tripping? No. Like didn't Kendrick and Drake have have a little beef at one point? I bet you they still do. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't done anything together. Never. Like they don't mention not, each other. Not since uh, ow, man. Not since fucking uh, what, what, what they did that one. So they did like a sex song together, didn't they? They did a sex song together. Oh wait, maybe I'm thinking of J Cole and, and Drake. No, they they did something together, and it's like a sex song. Hold on, let me let me figure it out. But yeah, they have you. There's a there's a there's a station on, um. On YouTube, Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Drake was on that. Yeah, Drake's on that. And Kendrick, Kendrick is on the interlude uh, to "Buried Alive." In, uh, uh, that's crazy, actually. Yeah. So, like, that was the last time. Yeah. Dude, take care is perfect. Yeah, take care is great. What did I tweet? I said, <laughs> "Oh, it's okay if <laughs> people listening to this are probably so sick of it." I said it's okay if Drake's not your favorite rapper, but just <laughs> admit so that he's the greatest rapper of all time. That's that's a fair statement, right? Yeah. Who 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 would be better? But then you got the which. It's funny because there are. I think there are arguments. There are state sound arguments, but then there are people that respond that everyone else is like, okay, let's rein it. Cause some people will be like, uh, NF. No. And you're like, no. well, no. Fuck no. No. <laughs> but then some people will be like Jadakiss. And I've heard Jadakiss or like, I've heard Jadakiss even say, and maybe he might've been with like Styles P or maybe Styles P said it. Um, he even said that if you don't write like a hundred percent of your lyrics, like you can't even be talked about in that category. And I was like, why? Dude, I saw. Have you have you ever watched Math, Math Hoffa's uh, podcast? A little bit. So I forgot who who was on, but basically he had somebody on that is a notorious ghostwriter. Like that's what he does, and he was like the. You don't remember <laughs> his name? I, I can't remember his. I should I should know his name, but I totally forgot who it was. It might be somebody like super famous too. I'm, I'm Young sure. Berg. <clears throat> what? Young Berg. Young Bird. Berg. No, I, I, maybe uh, I don't know. Okay. okay. But basically, he was saying, like, I, that's what I do as a full time. Like, I, I used to try to make it as a rapper. But it might it's, have been Youngberg. It, it might be. 
He's like, it's very, it's very hard to make it as a rapper. And I, you know, had I was make I was making my own music and stuff, but then I can get paid four times as much to write for someone else. Uh, and it's like four times as much to write for someone else. And then he said, "Hit maker." I, I don't. Oh, I'm telling you, I have no idea. Because <laughs> I was, just, I just had it on in the background. And he said, he said at one point, I'll never forget this. He said, "I, I know artists." I have written for artists that it would make people cry if they knew I wrote for their artist. And I was at that point I was like, holy shit. Was it was it this guy? Yeah, him. Uh Hitmaker. Hitmaker. AKA Youngberg. Youngberg. He's, he used to be like a joke in the rap scene. He would get his chain snatched. Really? Everyone thought he was like this this soft kid trying to like be be a rapper hood and like have chains and tattoo and like face tats and like but yeah, he used to get like robbed and shit. But he actually, I think he had like a few semi. You would probably know one of his songs. I probably would. Like I said, I had I had the podcast on in the background. I did. I um, I wasn't doing research. Or yeah, he's um <laughs> trying to think of one of like his... in that podcast, the one you were just showing me. I'm not even gonna play his shit. Yeah, but in that podcast, the one you were you were just showing me, he uh he literally says like. Or one of one of them say, you know, I I know the the industry well enough that like I know people like maybe it was Mickey Fax that was saying this. He's like people would cry if you found out that I wrote for your favorite artist and I did write for your favorite artist. And it's like, and and I I've thought about that ever since he said it because like some of the Drake shit is like yes I I know he doesn't write like I know he didn't write a lot of his like like ballads and shit like fine. Or like the, the fuck, who the fuck cares if he didn't write his AM and PM series, then I then I would be pissed. Like the I was running through the six with right. my woes. Like he didn't write that part, okay. and it was like I don't really I don't care about that. Care about his hooks. <laughs> I, I don't, don't care about. His I hooks. don't really care about that. And like the the ten- and no one. The thing is, no one, no rapper that's on top. Sure, like the Jada Kisses and the Styles P might write their own hooks, but like no one and gives if, a fuck about like their the hooks. Eminem. Like people will talk, talk their... about Eminem, but like usually when Eminem, yeah, he gives a, like a lot of credit to people who write his hooks, or he lets them write his own hooks. But it's like, uh, the fucking what? What is the song he did with Rihanna? Burn this house down. Uh, Eminem and yeah. Rihanna. And put this pan, put the pants. You just make up a whole new song. Burn this house down. <laughs> I'll, I'll tie her to the bed and um, set this house on fire. And Eminem, Rihanna. Forgot. Where's Matt Craig when we need? Uh, Where is Matt? They have. Damn, they got a lot of songs. They got the, love the way you lie. Love the way, I you, love lie. The way you. They got. Oh man. Uh, um, damn. The monster, and that's on Marshall Mathers LP too, which kind of pisses me off that they got a banger. They got. I like Marshall Mathers LP too. I know you don't like it. I don't, man. I love the way you lie. So that song, Rihanna didn't write the hook. Eminem didn't write the hook. There was another lady that wrote the hook, and then she wrote another hook for another Eminem song, and she was like, "Well, who do you want on this one?" Like, who do you want? And he was like, oh, I want you on this one. So it's like, he gives a lot of... Oh, really? Yeah, so like the ghostwriter, I forgot her name, She's but she's super famous now. But whoever, because, you know, <clears throat> she does a bunch of like singing in the in the pop industry. But yeah, like, I, I, that's what I... So I think of that about Mickey Fax saying that all the time. It's like, who is a rapper 
that if you found out they weren't writing their own. I don't own, think there is one. I think unless it's like their actual unless it's a lot of their actual lyrics, like their bars. Like the sh- sometimes the shit I'll hear Drake say, or it's like I don't I think I feel like you can just tell what he did write, maybe didn't write. He, by the way, he wrote that AM that eight AM track that Twenty One Savage the, does. Yeah. He hundred percent wrote it. He hundred percent. It kind of pissed me off. Drake wasn't on it because every time I see uh, eight a.m., nine p.m., three a.m., five p.m., yeah. six a.m., no, you know o'clock. it's going crazy. Yeah, you and know so it's. I, going I was kind of pissed when he wasn't on it. <clears throat> but uh, he just did what the bridal path one, bridal path. I don't know. He just did that one on his last album, so he's not going to do another one this this close. This, yeah, it's like a five year. It is. It's like a fucking every it's every like a three to five years. But like, give that give that address to your driver, make it your destination. <laughs> that what, shit is the so. Twenty one say that? No, I just started thinking of the bridal path uh. one. But yeah, the if you listen to the Twenty One Savage like eight AM track, it's a hundred percent. What if it's not that a hundred percent? Drake wrote it. I mean, you can probably look it up. Maybe do do they have that? Because it doesn't even sound like Twenty One Savage's flow. It sounds like like Twenty One Savage has a very unique flow, and yeah. it, it it's not like that at all. It's almost as if they did it on purpose, in my opinion. I think I'm thinking too far into it. Oh yeah. But like they, what if Twenty One Savage just wrote it and no, it's like you're he didn't you're that it. guy doing a YouTube review. There's a fucking football scheme in it. Then it's Twenty One Savage doesn't write his own lyrics. There's a football scheme in that in that I mean I, am, entire I, I, I would not be that. surprised at all. Drake writes for a lot of people. Yeah, Drake he's wrote even, Father Stretch My Hands, didn't he? He wrote I think yeah, I think yeah, he might Which have. is fucking absurd. Yeah. yeah, he's wrote for Kanye. Fucking Apparently he's wrote for a lot of people. He's right. even said it because he's like kind of addressed the the ghostwriting shit, and it's so annoying. Like I'm fucking tired of dealing with bots. To where when I tweeted that shit about Drake, like it doesn't have to be your favorite rapper. Just like can we all admit that he's the best rapper of all time? Every single reply is just like about him not writing his own shit or something like that. And it's like, dude, do you understand? For one, he doesn't write all of his own shit, but like right. no one who does any rapper you care about doesn't. Yeah. Like everyone has a a whole team sort of in the studio with them, and it's like they're friends, or someone might say something, or they're like, like imagine if if I was a rapper and I'm in the studio, and like you and Bose and fucking just people, random people from yeah. Optic, random friends, like they're in there with me. It's like. Someone's going to say something, and it's like, yo, you should do this, or say this, or something like that. Like, it's just going to fucking happen. But literally, every single reply to it was just, like, something about him not writing his own shit. And it's like, dude, who? there's not a single rapper that you care about that does write every single thing. Yeah. Dude, I was I mean, saying, I said Maybe, like, shit. a kiss or something, but I don't know. But it's like, no one cares about him. No one talks about him like that. Yeah. As far as like best rapper of all time, I need a hockaloogie. That's gross. Well, I got to tell you guys that this episode of the Flycast is brought to you by Pringles. As you can see, Alan is back again with Pringles cans on his hands. Alan, 
He can't even move because he wants that good, beautiful cheddar cheese taste of Pringles. Do you need a gaming challenge? Try yes. playing with your hand stuck in a Pringles can. No. It's a new way to unlock a new level of difficulty in any game and a new way to enjoy the Pringles you already reach for in between matches. Facts. See how you stack up when yes. you're stuck in. Pringles, get stuck in. Get stuck in. I like that. So there is, there is not a, to get back to it, there's not a, a, a rapper out there at all. That you would be hurt if they didn't write their own. Oh. See, for me, I, there are a few for me. First of all, if I found out, because when he, when he said your favorite rapper, uh, you would cry if you realized your favorite rapper, like I wrote for your favorite rapper, I started thinking, who would I be very upset about? Depend, depends how much and what. Like if, if there are certain songs where it's like, I gotta go back. If I found out Wu Tang for, Drake didn't write a single lyric for Wu Tang Forever, I'd be upset. If I found out, if I found out Lil Wayne didn't write a lot of, didn't rap a lot of, um, no ceilings, I would be very upset. I would be super upset. I feel like Lee does though. I feel like he but does yeah, too. I would be upset. We are so ready for the war. C A R T E R. Put the B in B R. I'm. I don't think three. anyone could actually rap that though. Besides Little Wayne, or right, write exactly. That. That's what Even I'm saying. Even though he didn't, he doesn't write it. He. There's just so he many like, little. Pun- like, he punches in as well. Like he doesn't write. There's. Oh yeah, but he apparently he doesn't. He does punch in, but he 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 kind of raps a little bit like Jay Z too, where it's just like he. I th- from what I from what I've heard. In interviews and shit, it's like he'll he'll think yeah. like four six bars ahead. Yeah, I mean Drake always praises him as well, saying like his technique and it's yeah. just like insane how he punches in like that and just has eight bars just just ready. back to back to back to back, just ready to go. There's no fucking way I'd be able to do it. Yeah, what's been going on in life? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's been a fucking busy. It's been so busy, dude. We had the, the off season has been extremely busy because is that had, like your? Do you mean the cut off season or like your off season? The, the cut off season because uh-huh. the because the, I mean at Optic obviously we we everything is kind of centered around the the Call of Duty side of things. You know, we we have a bunch of other esports and a bunch of creators and stuff, but you know, as far as like. Optic's like Call when, of Duty. Yeah, Optic is a is a Call of Duty brand. So, like we, we're uh, you know we that's the only time where, uh, you know other shit is like, like we really have to hone in on other shit during the off season because you know, whenever whenever the CDL matches start, like that's when everything is like all dialed. Do you know down. when they do start? Um. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't think there are CDL matches before Raleigh, and Raleigh is uh. December sixteenth, but dude, my my next couple of weeks are crazy. Are you traveling, or you just got to do? Yeah, so hosting five tournaments. No, I'm done with tournaments. Oh, Actually, no, yeah. I'm not. No, I have a bunch. I yes, have no. I have Warzone tournaments. Uh, I'm done with multiplayer tournaments, but I have Warzone tournaments lined up. But besides that, uh, in December, so my mom's coming here for Thanksgiving, then she leaves, then we go to a trip. We go to a creator trip. Yeah. 
We come back from that creator trip. That'll be fun. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, for that'll that. be really fun. Then the day we get back, I fly to Arizona to go to Hudson's wedding. <clears throat> Congratulations, Hudson. I love you. Then fly back here. Uh, and no, then fly to uh, Vegas for uh, esports awards. Then fly from esports awards to North Carolina, North Carolina for the CDO Raleigh. Yeah, hex, hex. I feel like is this? I feel was this your first like crazy year? What do you I mean? feel like you have flown non fucking stop the last like six months. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of, I flew a lot when I was doing vision. Oh, like oh, a yeah. lot, a lot. Yeah. But then when I stopped doing vision, I stopped. But yeah, and this like, ever since like being creative director, yeah. I mean, because basically if Hex can't be there, I'm the person that is there. So like when Hex isn't at an event, I'm at the event. And then a lot of times, like if it's a big event, we both go and, you know, shit like that. So Hex yeah. Hex told so me about the esports awards. He's like, yo, you're going. I was like, I am not accepting anything. Yeah. Just know that. Yeah, he, he told me He was that. like, come on, man, redeem yourself. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, no, man, fucking no. There's plenty of other people that can do the job. Yeah. <clears throat> so if I, I think if formal wins, I'll accept it because Matt's not going. Wait, what's formal going to? Controller player of the year. Uh, controller. I mean, dude, we have so there's many. There's no other controller player, is there? I mean, I think Renegade's up there. There's a there's a few people up yeah, there. Yeah, but Simp, I think Simp so might be up there again. Win. I don't know. I hope no, so. Why is Formal not forced to this shit? That's true. Because he has to prepare for another tournament. What tournament? There's a tournament in December. Oh. The Optic Invitational. No. <laughs> He's gonna fucking win that. What else are we in? We're Optic in. Um. So. Uh, there's an episode of the process or maybe the process as a whole that's up for creative piece. Um, there's, or merchandise of the year. Uh, we're up for merchandise of the year. We're up for, uh, esports org of the year. Team summertime is up for creative team or content team of Imagine the year. Imagine y'all won. Dude, it's, it's us first OTK and a hundred thieves. Yeah, but isn't OTK canceled or some shit? True. So you might, oh shit, 100 Thieves. We have to cancel them. Yeah. How do we do I it? I know some shit. <laughs> I just, I, I thought, I first of all, when I saw everyone else that was that was applied for, or that uh, was nominated for content team, I was like, what? It's not a content team. That's a fucking esports org. Like 100 Thieves? Yeah, that's, that's an literally, esports org. Yeah, that is kind of fucked, isn't it? Like offline TV, I understand. OTK, I understand. But like, I think we're up against like loud, like the all of Brazil. Oh, really? Yeah, like and the esports org. TST versus all of Brazil. It's. I, I was like, wait, how? Do, so I was like, well, that should have been optic. Like instead of us. Yeah. Like optic would have had that's a chance. That's kind of weird. But whatever. I mean, we got nominated. So. It's like there's no. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Because if it was actually like there would be there would be like a fair chance if it was right. Universe. Hey, who knows? Appalachian State beat Michigan. We can we can do it. Who? Uh, college football. Some college shit. Yeah. 
I actually I watched the Cowboys game last night, and for some reason I actually was pissed. Why? I I don't know if I'm becoming a a Dallas fan or it's because like I know Dalton. Oh, they Sh- lost. Yeah, and I know Dalton Schultz, and yeah. it's like they were up uh 14 points in the fourth quarter. Of course, who the fuck were they playing? Cowboys versus uh Packers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. And we're at 14 in the fourth quarter, and of course we just fucking fail and lose somehow. They did lose? We lost in overtime. But it's just like, and I was like genuinely upset, and I was like, am I a sports guy now? I kind of want to go to a game. You're a sports guy. A a cold fucking Dallas Cowboys game. That'd be fun. I actually want to go to one. And I don't know if it's because maybe Dalton Schultz is on the team, and like he supports us, so it's like I kind of support him. I kind of want to get a jersey. A Schultz, a Schultz a, jersey. Schultz jersey? Uh, yeah. Pull up to a Dallas dope. game with a Schultz jersey. That I might be become a sick. fucking a football guy at this point. Just force myself into it. It's fun, man. It's fun. Apparently, um, who is like crushing it this year? Oh, the Eagles are crushing it this year. Really? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, aren't they fucking? That's why Seth's so fucking happy. I think they're undefeated. Oh. Or last I checked, they were undefeated. I don't know. But he was at the offseason just watching watching the, the game on his phone. When you say at the offseason or the, the offseason event. Okay, okay. Yeah, the event. Yeah, how was that? I wanted to ask you about this. What does it take? I forget I think I even said this last week. But like what the fuck does it take to run a tournament? Because this is almost you've been doing like online stuff and like online tournaments and blah blah blah. But what would it what was it like to put together your own little MLG? Uh I think I it probably took years off of my life. Like no joke. Do you think you were in a position of like a Sundance or Adam Apicella of no. like what it takes for them? I don't I don't Or know. was it even harder because you yours was like smaller? But it's like you kind of had to do it all yourself, sort yeah, of. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, there was so much pressure on myself <clears throat> and Corey, Corey Dunn. I mean, Corey Dunn, like, ran, I mean, it wouldn't have happened without him. Um, but, like, in order to get, like, you have this, you have this massive, like, this crazy idea. And I pitched this, I pitched the idea to our sales team, like, right after uh, the Optic Major. This one. And um, I was like, yo, I have this idea. I want to, I, you know, I usually wait till two months before the off season, the Call of Duty off season to like, to start getting like funding and stuff in order to throw online tournaments. <clears throat> I was like, but this year I'd like to throw something with like, fan, like with like spectator passes. And I'd want to keep it like retro theme because like, it's always a throwback. So I was like, what's better than I pitched, um, uh, you know, a Black Ops 2 Invitational, a Halo 3 Invitational, and an open tournament for Super Smash Bros. Melee. I was like, because Melee's on the GameCube, the other two are on the Xbox 360, they all came out early 2000s, you know, with the exception of Black Ops 2, but um, I was like, I think that would be perfect. And then from that moment on, it's like stress. And that's like eight months, seven months in the before it happens. Yeah, you cuz I remember you asking about the like yo, would you want to play in a Halo 3 like throwback invitational? I was like, I don't know, maybe. It's like, "All right, well." And you were trying to figure it out with everyone else. Yeah. But it was like, I don't know how many people would have like flew out here. So yeah. you were trying to get people, I guess that live in Texas, but it was yeah. like right around worlds. 
Yeah, you just so can't. So it just wasn't going to. Because there was Orlando. But I remember you asked me like two, three months just ahead of that. Yeah. Like trying to get it together. Because we, we needed the funding for it. Because Pringles came through. Lo- love me some Pringles, by the way. Pringles came through for um, Black Ops 2. And they, they apparently. they I spit Mr. again. I'm listening. Mr. P was there. He loved the uh, the Black Ops 2 event. Or they, they all loved the Black Ops 2 event. And then Jack Links, um, you know, Jack Links wanted to. I think they actually came to they that was already set in stone. Is when to, you tweet to do a Jack Link's uh black or a melee tournament, so it all kind of worked together that way. When you tweet out, I saw you just or we can get back to the off season tournament, but like when you tweet out, would any companies be interested in like sponsoring this? I think it was like a that was for something with the flank or something. Yeah, I was do, trying to do something like Zuma. do companies actually like yeah really like DM you or something? Yeah, some well some like small small. Usually when I if I'm desperate enough to tweet it out, yeah. usually I'm just looking for like small like I'm looking for like fifteen hundred bucks or like three thousand dollars to uh, like throw something like a show match or something. Yeah, but like in order to do something like this, like like you we got to pitch everything. Yeah, like we're going because because also we wanted to find find uh companies that like fit the theme so like we were going to dunkaroos and capri sun and you know like different like things that you would drink as a kid or like yeah. things that would happen as a kid um but like pringles so works smart pink pringles works perfectly because like who doesn't eat pringles and play video games so it just it that that just worked perfectly yeah and then but in order to throw it <clears throat> i mean I mean, besides getting having to contact all these players, figure out yeah. their travel, yeah, their travel, hotel. and yeah, um, yeah, to to figure out travel, uh, hotel, who's going to be teaming, and then to get the uh, <clears throat> the the talent there as well, pay the talent like the the casters, um, and then get their travel and and their hotel as well. I mean, that's that that shit racks up. Like Ludwig, uh, Ludwig, his team threw an invitational the next weekend, like the very next weekend of of the off season. And he, he went on, I mean, he's very open and shit. And he, he said that his, his smash tournament lost because a sponsor pulled out, but he kept the tournament going, lost him $150,000, $150,000. And so I was. So ta- he did the same thing of like <clears throat> invited like the best, yeah. paid for their travel. So we we invited eight players. He invited thirty two. Damn. Yeah. And we and none of our sponsors pulled out. So we we weren't profitable either. We 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 went negative like not that much. Enough where enough where it was <clears throat> like it was a really good first tournament, and now people can kind of understand what the off season w- will be or. Yeah. You know, it's it's a retro game. So maybe some more money next time. Right. So next time be... people and next time maybe spectators will be like, Oh shit, like that was a lot of fun last year. Now I'll go and they'll buy, you know, passes and Yeah. It, it was a really good first event. I think everyone had a lot of fun. But just because there's an event doesn't mean you're gonna get paid. Like a lot you didn't of money. walk away with a fat check. No. <laughs> I walked away with a lot of years off my life. Yeah. But I, I had I'll See, this is interesting, and this is why I want to talk about it, because, like, no one, I mean, I don't know if fucking Sundance or Adam or any of these event runners have, like, actually sat down and, like, talked about how this shit even happens. So it's, like, it's even interesting for me to hear. Yeah. Like, even the, so you have the players. How how long in advance did you have to talk to the venue? 
Well, or luckily, was that kinda... very luckily, and this is where we have a little bit of an advantage is we own esports or esports stadium. Yeah. Esports stadium Arlington. So we don't, I don't know. I don't that know. Optic owns it? Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know what part of the venue fee or whatnot. Like I'm sure it's just waived for, especially for a charity tournament for optic events. But like if somebody else booked it, then there's a, you know, but that doesn't mean, but we also still have to pay for production. We have to pay, um, for uh you know concessions and and security and parking and um you know a lot a lot of the staff that is there like that's all paid work so that's all money that goes in then you have then on top of it i mean i think i i don't i don't know we might have to cut some of this i don't i don't know but i think it ends up the off season which was a small tournament in comparison to a lot of like like I'm thinking about packs or dream hack and how big these yeah, these things insane. are like the off season costs like 200 200k or something like that to run which is insane like yeah. that's fucking crazy yeah. that's even like I'm talking like total I mean it's like you're kind of running yeah a $200,000 event so i mean but it makes it a lot easier to do it for charity because like sponsors will be way more inclined to be like, oh, it's a charity thing. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then like, you know, it it also is it's it's way less, you know, on on the players like they have a fun time competing, but also at, in the back of their minds they know it's a charity tournament. Yeah. Like that's why Seth's up there playing and watching. I mean, Crim Six isn't fucking. But none of them are going. None of them are sandbagging. Yeah. They're going. I'm saying Crim Six ain't there to for exactly. charity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not there for charity. <laughs> he doesn't care how much money we raise at the yeah. end of the night. But, but regardless, you know, as far as like as far as like it, it does lighten the mood of everything. Yeah. Um. So I can't imagine what Sundance. I'm. I bet you Sundance. Adam. Chris Puckett. Like I. I bet you they have had some like hard. Yeah. Weekends. It's like at a at a charity. It's or a charity event. It's not like oh if something bad happens or right. some kind of mess up it's like oh well, that's a charity event yeah, like yeah exactly. we're just here to have a good time right, that's right, all right, that's right. just that's pretty much the goal is like everyone have a good time some nostalgia happening yeah some donations talking to chat uh just having a good time but yeah i can't imagine if something like you're investing so much money into like i say an mlg or yeah. something and like something fucks up it's like dude i can't even imagine like remember remember those mlgs we would go to and there would be bomb threats and yeah. now so now friday a whole day is gone yeah. a whole day because of a bomb threat so you're out of the venue for four hours five hours so that so a whole day of competition is gone now you got to fit an entire weekend of competition into two days and deal with the bomb threat yeah. like like you have to up security you have to t contact the local police department and you have to say hey if there's a bomb threat just know somebody's just messing like all of that is like that has to be so hard like i can't imagine what like they've had to deal with especially in like serious tournaments but yeah i i hope i mean the off season was a lot of fun the black ops 2 thing went went very smoothly i learned a lot um so i'm i'm hoping that we you know we can do it again next year it's in a lot of our sponsor decks for for next year from our sales team so you know I'm at the plan right now is to have this a yearly thing. And then hopefully next year I can include halo. Um, because I'd love to, I'd love to bring back like what we did for cod where we brought back like old rosters or old players and, 
retired players. Like I'd love to do that for Halo. I'd love to have <clears throat> Tuger and Strongside and Walsh up there and and like or get the uh, you both and the Ogre Clutch twins and, or something. Yeah, like right. imagine Roy came back, played with Lunch. Like that shit. I mean, shit like that would be so much fun because yeah. you know they would talk shit and yeah, yeah, you know, have know. a lot of fun it'd doing be, it. It'd be super fun. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I didn't know how to fucking segue into it, but figured it out. <laughs> what about um all the equipment? So there, there's the staff yeah. inviting all the players, the yeah. venue. And then what about I know you were searching on Craigslist or something, or you tweeted out if someone uh, has some, uh, old the TVs. old TVs yeah. around Texas. Yeah. What it's, about dude, what about like so every much. what about like all the actually who takes did you have to hire a team to take care of all the audio shit? All like, the audio, like so, the, the streaming, all the so that's all mixers Corey. and the oh, so okay. Corey. So Corey was like, dude, we'll we'll never do a classic one again because he has to. Which we are going to. What do you mean a classic one? Like a, a retro game. Like, because uh, it's all on Xbox 360s. Uh, and he was, and people were like, why don't you just use Xbox Ones? And me being a fucking stubborn ass was like, but I want it to be. Yeah, that kind of like ruined All it. right, I want it to be on the original console. Like, yeah. that's the whole, that's kind of the whole point. And so in order to run it on Xbox 360, you have to have the right Xboxes, the Xbox 360s with the HDMI in the back instead of like, because some of them. When 360s came out, there was only component cables. Uh, so, like, you have to have the right Xboxes, yeah. and then you have to have the right mix So, you amps. made his, and he had I made his life hell. Uh, hell. Uh, but I think we both learned, I think, I mean, I I learned a lot. I'm sure he already knew it, but he he knows what we have to do going forward. Like, instead of, instead of, like, you know, three months of prep, like, we have to have, like, six months of prep. We have to get everything. But... There's a uh, uh, there's a the sm- the smash side of the bracket or the the open bracket for melee. There's a there's a organization or a company called Tourney Locator, and they run a bunch of they run a bunch of smash tournaments in the Dallas scene, and so they ran the whole bracket. Uh, so they uh, had the connects to a guy. There's just some guy that collects CRT TVs, and so there's a whole U-Haul that came down, uh, really? and we un or they unloaded all of the uh, all the CRT TVs. Oh, so you didn't have to go and get some fucking no, no, no. There's okay. a, there's there's guy. That's that's how like, there was smash. a guy. There, there was, was an old guy. TV guy. You just hit there's up. an old TV guy, yeah. and uh, apparently he he rents them out for like you know five bucks a day. Oh, uh, really? And that's how. That's how like smash tournaments like run. It's like there's yeah. guys that collect CRT TVs, Damn, and then that would be so fun. They also Sir, Tourney Locator, uh, the guy who owns the Tourney Locator, uh, runs a retro gaming shop, and so he has a lot of Xbox 360s. So they provided the Xbox 360s. Um, what about the monitors? The monitors. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure where the monitor. Uh, I think ESA had the monitors. Oh, okay. And then I had to go because we we ran a tournament on 360 before, like three years ago, and it was impossible to find 360 controllers, especially scuff controllers, mm-hmm. because scuff completely stopped making them. Like, stopped making them to the point where they sent us, they put together like like uh, Frankenstein controllers, like they just threw parts together and sent us everything they had left, and that was four years ago. So I was like, I got to find a way for them to be able to play Xbox three or to play on Xbox 360 with their real controllers. So then I had to find these little adapters are called like uh oh, XB uh you know they're called 
Brook, they're Brooks Gamings, uh, oh, Wingman XBs. So they could play on their newer scuff Yeah, so controller. you plug a Wingman. It's basically fuck? like, it looks like a Cronus, but without get laggy? the hacks. No. Really? It, it only has like one millisecond uh, delay. Like one, like which is crazy. And it's made for fighting games, but you literally just plug it in, and then you can plug your PS4 controller in, and it works. So that's how we got around that. I mean, every everything was just like a, like a process, but... And then, you know, and then the sales team coming up with the silent auctions, which was like the biggest, that was like the biggest What's way. What's Silent auction? Yeah, it was like the biggest way we raised money. So like we had a bunch of, um, uh, we had a, we had a bunch of, uh, like scuff controllers that were signed by different people. Uh-huh. And we had, um, I had, I had a, a, a people, uh, a couple people that made like custom GameCube controllers or a cup or a custom Game Boy Color um and those sold for like 800 to ended up getting sold for like 800 900 bucks uh, and all yeah. of that money uh, yeah that's what what you were doing on the fucking desk taking exactly a, yeah, yeah. yeah all of that money went to charity so yeah. like it, i don't know there's just it was it was definitely an all hands on Dude. deck thing and atlas my uh my community manager he put in i mean he put in fucking the amount of like volunteer work is like because Atlas worked like I think eighty hours a week on all the Some graphics. Some people just love this shit. On all the graphics and all the the banners and everything that was in the venue that made it look like it was. I don't know. And uh, and the Smash scene. It was the first time I'd ever done anything outside of or outside of FPS. Because like I've thrown Fortnite tournaments and Apex tournaments and COD tournaments, um, and I think a Halo tournament. But like I've never, never done anything in in melee. Melee is like my favorite game ever, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, it was it was fun. Did you go? Nah. Oh, you didn't. I nah. didn't know if you because I, I, so a couple of people people went down day one. I couldn't remember. Yeah, no. I kind of wanted to go. I like kind of had plans, and I was kind of thinking like, uh, let's just go there. But I didn't end up going. Yeah, I should have went because that was. Yeah, no, I definitely should have went. That was like your that's your first real life tournament that you kinda threw, right? It is. Would you rather do that again or uh, on like keep doing online stuff? Or are you gonna kinda like keep uh, I going? want the off season to be yearly. Yeah. I would love I would love for it to be an annual. Like thing. multiple a year or like once just once one a year. Okay. I would love for it to be one one time a year, but we'll see what the uh you know, we'll see what the a lot of it has to do with ticket sales and stuff because you know a lot. I think a lot of people just didn't understand what the fuck was what was the what was yeah. the off season. So like a lot of people came through, or a, a decent amount of people. If it came was through. more so an event where, and I also think if it's more so an event where like now people know what it is and now people understand how like like how, just random people from Optic showing up. Yeah. The, the the you the big timers scump showing up and yeah. like sort of everyone's there like now it might be more so an event where people see it and they're like oh that actually might be worth like flying to right, or like exactly. planning out like I'm sure this time it was probably more local yeah just for like sure, local. oh this is we can drive there yeah uh, but yeah it'd be next time it'd definitely be more I is this like a like an investment to where. Like you threw the like you threw this together, knowing it's not like you're gonna like walk away profiting, or whatever. But is it like a next year can be like really big? Eventually, this could be like big as fuck. Like, are you I mean, lo- are you looking so. at it like that, or are you just like this is a fun 
I'm not looking at it as like I'm. I'm looking at it. I. I a fun charity. I event. pretty much Yay. focus completely on the charity. I mean, I'd love for it the the event to be profitable for the for the company. I would love that because then they would be more willing to do it every year. Yeah. But I focus pretty much solely on the charity and and the fun aspect, like the cod the cod community. Besides, like the hardcore Call of Duty fans, like they don't really like throwbacks for some fucking reason, but. You know the core of the Call of Duty community, like they love they love like the casual throwbacks because some people can pop off and ha- and like sh- display their skill and it's cool yeah. to see Kill up there. It's cool to see. I was gonna say, is timer. it true? Did Kill up pop off? Yeah, Kill was frying. How man? I don't fucking. So get was it. Big Timer. Big Timer was frying. Really? Yeah. Big Timer, or I think didn't Big Timer shit on J Cap or something? Yeah, he got an ace in like ten seconds. Um, it was insane. I don't get how man, but, like. I don't get how people cannot t- touch a controller forever. Yeah, like I know, I know, big time ain't been grinding. <laughs> no, and I'm sure. I think Kill even said he hasn't touched a controller in like forever. Yeah, but it's like just for them to come come back, and they're competing against like people that have been grinding. Yeah, or at least like their lifestyle sort of still revolves around gaming, and they're still picking up the controller. Seth was saying that like Will hasn't played PC COD. He hasn't played since. Oh, since so, yeah, like he was saying FPS. he has an advantage still because yeah. he's not used to fucking. <laughs> yes. He's not Will's used still to still stuck in twenty thirteen. Exactly. He's not used to dynamic aim assist and fucking one hundred and forty four frames. Yeah, he's used to sixty FPS on a Xbox three sixty. Yeah, so when he sits down, he's like not even like complaining or right. like damn. Everybody this... else is complaining, and yeah. he's just like this like, feels like this looks and feels like <laughs> shit. He's like, what do you mean? This is this feels this like how God. it used to be. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. They show up, they're shitting. I heard Killa was doing well. Yeah. And for some reason, I mean, not really for some reason, but for some reason, everyone loves Killa. And I've always loved Killa. Yeah. So I, I was watching a little bit. I saw saw him doing pretty well. I forget who was saying that Killa was shitting. Big timer doing his thing. It was fun to see, man. It was, yeah. Especially Black Ops. I, I feel like if... It was like, is there Black Ops Two on PC that you can play somehow? Yeah, because I feel like that. What it's not the same. No, it's not the same. Like it's even playing playing Halo Three on MCC. It's like the updated PC, high def, smooth version. It's just not sniping's too easy. See, that's what BR is too easy. When, when we were gonna do, so it's like even if people are hitting. Back in back in two thousand eight, if people hit if snipe down hits a snipe, it's just oh, and that is a double kill snipe oh, true ah. <laughs> but like nowadays, it's like people if it doesn't look as good and people like kind of understand it's not even fucking hard to do yeah. So it's just like, and I imagine Black Ops Two is sort of the same like snapping snapping on Dude, someone on a three sixty or like shitting on someone on a three sixty is just like so much harder. Or for some reason, or for actually, it's just it's possible to shit on someone. Yeah, because it's like the aiming's harder, and it was like same for Halo Three to where it was like if people could get a, the first shot on you, but if like your BR's on point and they just miss one bullet, like you can. You can do that to like you can kind of shit on them, and it's like a, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a different feeling. It's just, it's just not the same. And I, I imagine that's what it's like for Black Ops Two as well. Just, yeah, that's why when if we were gonna do Halo Three, which I would love to do Halo Three again, or even Halo Two, it was gonna be on Xbox Three Sixty. Yeah, and people would probably see people's aim and be like, Ugh. like because <laughs> I even saw. I was watching some of the Black Ops 2 gameplay, and it's just not the same no. aiming. They're shaky, shaky shots. Yeah, shaky shots, yeah. for sure. Which and the is... same would happen for Halo, Halo 3, because it's just 
totally different. Like the snipes you actually hit would be like yeah. super would actually be meaningful. And so yeah, if you're doing a throwback, I feel like it's got to be. If if next year if there's a Halo three, it's got to be on the on the three sixty. Yeah, yeah the, but and, and what I was what I was gonna say is like the melee community was super. Uh, I was very surprised on on because like I always was throw, there a crowd for the melee. So. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the because the well, the melee is kind of kind of does things how Halo does, where it's like a majority of the crowd that is there, especially on for finals, were participants in the tournament. Uh, so it's like you know, for Halo, they throw an open bracket, everybody gets knocked out, they all watch on yeah. Sunday. That's kind of how Smash is, and so so for some of these like huge like majors that have like nine hundred entrants or a thousand entrants. It's like that's a big crowd on Sunday because they've all been knocked out, and um, that's kind of how melee does it. So we, I mean, we had like we had like a hundred and I was gonna say, what was your bracket? We had like a hundred and fifty people, which is like uh, that's. The, I would still look at that hundred fifty people in a bracket. Yeah. See, I would still look at that and be like, damn. I mean, it's definitely a, it's a. It's I a would success. be afraid like sixteen, twenty four people were showing up. Yeah, it's a, it's a success for like a first for my first. Or our first go at it, especially in Smash, isn't your like if it's an open Call of Duty tournament, right. like you're expecting, we're we're an optic, yeah, yeah it's yeah. optic Texas, right? COD yeah. kids are gonna show up, but for Smash, it's like I don't know how much of the Smash community yeah. knows Hitch and they, they or were gives super, a fuck about optic. They were super accepting too. Like uh, it was, it was, I was very, very shocked because I also did like a wacky thing where it's like a stage that they haven't played in forever got was was active if we hit a certain milestone oh really so like it's kind of like if i was like you know if we hit if we hit 70,000 then grand finals map 1 will be snipes only on yeah. sanctuary yeah and it's like for a lot of halo people they'd be like no nah, i don't want to play snipes only yeah. but like so I, I i was assuming that's how like that's how the melee community was going to be it's like man i don't want to play mute city but yeah. they actually like loved it they yeah. like loved it so I don't know. I I was I'm glad because I always do wacky shit for the tournaments, so I'm, I'm glad yeah, they, do, they didn't hate me. But yeah, oh, shit, that's fucking yeah, that's insane, and that's crazy to see you doing that now. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, good shit, man. You want to get my uh, yeah? Let's let's hear this album. <laughs> this is pouring rain. Album of the go. week. My album. The album, my album of this week's gonna start a revolution. Let's hear it. But there's also, I would say, ninety five percent of the people who even give this a chance, they're gonna listen to it and be like, All like right. they're gonna be like, what the fuck is okay. this? Like maniac, like I, f I can't listen to this shit. All right, so my album of this week, I kind of forget the name of it. <laughs> it's um, because I haven't listened to it since like two thousand fucking seven. Okay. Um, I'm my shit's not loading, so I'm gonna talk more about okay. how back in 2007 I used to listen to it, and it's still not loading. But it's a, it's like a revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it loaded. Oh, it's called Revolutionary Volume One by Immortal Technique. Oh, I should have known this. See, this coming. is see if you don't know about Immortal Technique, you you got to get to know about Immortal Technique. This is when I listened to this little, I guess, sort of backstory. When I listened to this, this was like at the time in my life i was probably like 17 and i was getting into like 9-11 conspiracies yeah. and all this fucking weird shit that like immortal technique sort of talks about this album came out in 2005 i don't even know if he like speaks on like september 11th or anything like that 
But that's sort of what this dude's... Once you listen to the lyrics that this guy says, it's like you're going to realize he's sort of like... He wants a fucking revolution. He doesn't trust the government. Yeah. he does, It's like all about that. And so give this album a chance. It's called Revolutionary Volume 1 by Immortal Technique. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. There's a song on here, 17 songs. There's a song on here called Dance with the Devil, and it's a fucking insane story. Yeah. Uh, but listen to that. Uh, this guy's very, um, the word I'm looking for. Introspective. He's something. He's yeah, something. You just you just gotta you just gotta <laughs> listen to it. Revolutionary Volume One by Mortal Technique. This has been the Flycast. Thank you all for watching episode 1972 in the can. Matt, play that play that banger I made back in the day. <laughs> <laughs>